0: Robert Wood, 1792 to 1847. According to family tradition and numerous accounts from the 19th century, Robert Wood was an illegitimate child of Prince Edward, the fourth son of King George III. The prince served in Quebec City with the British Army in the late 18th century. At that time, he was living with Madame de Saleron, a French Catholic. The story is told that the couple had a son When they left Canada, they entrusted the child to an employee, Robert Wood, who gave the boy his name and raised him here in Quebec City. The child grew up to become a very successful wood merchant and ship owner. Robert Wood died far from home in Savannah, Georgia, in 1847. He had traveled south hoping that a warmer climate might improve his health. His body was returned to Quebec City, and he was buried here. In the end, Prince Edward, Duke of Kent, had to part from his mistress, Madame de Saint in order to provide an heir to the throne. He married a German princess, and their daughter was Queen Victoria. Was Robert Wood really the Queen's half-brother? Although evidence does not appear to support the claim of his royal birth, controversy about the origins of this Quebec wood merchant has persisted to the present day.
1: Now look to the right, beyond the cross, to a massive stone structure in front of the west wall at the far end of the cemetery. It's the burial vault of the Stuart family.
0: The gravestones that we see today in the cemetery almost all commemorate the most privileged members of society, members of the elite whose families had the means to erect a monument to their memory. A very impressive stone tomb, the vault of the Stewart family, can be seen in the distance. One of the most famous members of the family buried there is Andrew Stewart, 1785-1840. to 1840. A judge and politician, he was a member of the Canadien Party, but broke with their leader, Papineau, when the party became too radical for him. After the rebellions of 1837-38, Andrew Stewart was among those who proposed uniting Upper and Lower Canada. He was named Solicitor General of Lower Canada by Lord Durham. His brother, Sir James, also served in that position, and later became Chief Justice of the province. Sir James was made a baronet in honor of his service to king and country. Sometimes a controversial figure, who was known for his arrogance and pride, Sir James Stewart once challenged the governor to a duel.
1: Now look left, toward the south wall of the cemetery, where you'll see a tomb in the form of a rectangular stone box above the ground.
0: Inscribed on the tomb is the name of Alexander Munn, a shipbuilder, his wife Agnes, and their children, almost all of whom died very young. John, 1803, seven months. Alexander, 1805, 18 months. Maria, 1809, seven months. John, 1811, nine days. James, who lived longer, died in Bombay, India, in 1842 at the age of 32. In the late 18th and early 19th centuries, Alexander Munn was one of the most important shipbuilders in the city. By the year of his death, 1812, Quebec City was well on its way to becoming one of the greatest ports in North America, and indeed the world. During the Napoleonic Wars, France blockaded Europe, cutting England off from the Baltic region, where the British had traditionally gone to obtain their wood. The British turned to their colonies, and Quebec City became a major port for the export of wood to Great Britain. All the coves, for kilometers, on both sides of the St. Lawrence, were filled with wood to be taken away by the hundreds of British ships that arrived in Quebec City each year. This was also an important time for the construction of wooden ships. In the late 19th century, over 1,600 tall sailing ships were
1: launched from Quebec City. Follow the path to a place where we'll find the graves of people whose lives were linked to the sea, to ships and the port.